Connected Podcast. Grow in faith, live with purpose, and discover God's very best in your life. Welcome to the Connected Podcast. It is September. Hopefully everything is going well. Edition 2. I'm here with Tad. Deuce. Hello. It's my radio voice. <laughs> and Dallas Wright filling in again for Donovan. Heidi ho neighbor. <laughs> Shalom. <laughs> Dallas, tell us about what the main discussion is going to be like later this episode. Well, later this episode, we're going to be talking about surrounding yourself with good people and who is in your bubble. It, uh... Bubbles. <laughs> oh, Those are not bubble sounds. I tried to make a bubble. Yeah, okay. Bubbles but, uh, yeah, sense. we're going to be talking about who you surround yourself with, what kinds of things you have in your life that are influencing your personal bubble, and how <laughs> those things are going to change. <laughs> If you could see what I just saw, it, it would be disturbing. But uh, in a bubble, in a bubble, Dale was making bu- spit bubbles th- right there, and, and they didn't uh, go well. Doing very well, well. anyway. But uh, yeah, that's what we'll be talking about later on. So, also, we're going to be having our first official email segment where we answer an email that came in this month. And just as a reminder, if you have any comments or suggestions, or if you want to write us an email, you can send that to connected at cityviewchristian.com. Once again, connected at cityviewchristian.com. Okay, that's awesome. Tad, why don't you give us an update on the last event, Napoleon Dynamite All-Night Party. Yes, it was 10 straight hours of sleep-deprived goodness. Started with a uh, little neon bowling, and people came dressed as their favorite characters. Some of them. People. Dallas came dressed and as me. Napoleon. And, uh, I was dressed. You Really? He I was, thought you... Well, you he was really kind of wearing, like, whatever he wears all the time. He just added <gasps> yeah. a stash a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I thought he grew that. All right. Allie also looked like Deb and when her and Dallas were yeah, together. Yeah, she wasn't fully committed. <laughs> she didn't build her own sleeves. That's so. right. I went all out. It was good. So, we yeah, we bowled. We we played grounders at 3.30 a.m. in the park. That Only a few people were concussed and bleeding after it, which was a huge success. And had displaced vertebra. Yes, there was a, a dance-off uh, that Dallas won by leaping over the head of... Except for Shallon claims that she won. She was Too bad she wasn't even in it. She was hurt. She, was she like, it, but... bailed halfway, and I was running around in a cow shirt. I think the real deal was that in that dance contest, there really was no winners. That, that was definite. But there was definitely three losers. No, disagree. Um, now, I'd just like to take this opportunity to apologize to everybody who came to the Napoleon Dynamite party. Because a day later, actually two days later, I went to the freezer to get a popsicle. Because I love popsicles. And I bought myself some special ones with the snow caps. You know, the ones with the color on the bottom yeah, we, and the we got it. Yeah. So I went to the freezer to grab myself a popsicle. And what do you guess that I found? Tater tots. Tater tots. Oh. So I felt really bad. That we didn't have tater tots. What happened to those tater tots, Dale? I haven't eaten them yet. I'm saving them for a future event. He put them in his pocket and he dinner? was carrying them around. A future event called Dale's Dinner. No, the future event is going to be something else totally awesome. Tater tot. That we're not sure. But we will have tater tots at a future event. So for all of you guys who were super disappointed that there was no tots, we will have those in the future. That's great news. Well, I think we've had just about enough recap for this episode. And now, let's launch into the email of the month. Email of the month. 
So here I have in my hands this month's email. And it reads don't, as don't, follows. Don't crumple it. I'm not crumpling it. Don't crumple it. I'm not crumpling it. That's just it's the only copy, copy we have. We have. <laughs> it reads thus. I just started university last week, and the first couple days were really different than high school. I hardly know anybody at this new school, and I feel pretty alone. You talked about trusting God when stepping into new beginnings, but this is harder than I thought. Do you guys have any advice? Question mark to end. Yeah, you know what? I think that's in, that's really interesting because with, like we talked about last week, with stepping into new beginnings and with launching into new things, it can be you know, challenging at times. It, you may feel at times like you're all alone, like you're the only one going, you know, a certain path. But, uh, I don't know. I think there's, there's some practical things that you can do as well as some, some spiritual things that can help in a situation like that when, you know, when you're feeling all alone. Tad, what are some like practical tips that you would say, like when you are entering into like a new school or new, new place where you're all kind of alone? Well, I think a good attitude is uh, a really big thing. If you're going there, you know, being friendly and and looking to, to make friends and expecting that, um, that's a big part in it, I think. Uh, what about you, Dallas? What do you think? Uh, I can totally agree with the this email. Like, I've just started university recently, and, and I know that alone feeling, but there's tons of people who have just become new to university, and they're all feeling the same way, and they're all in the same boat. So if we can all just kind of, you know have an openness and be friendly to other people, we're going to meet those people who are maybe struggling just like we are and, you know, kind of connect that way with people. Yeah, you know what? Something that I find too, and, and I think it's important that when we talk about this, that we realize that it's not just somebody going into university. This could be somebody going into a new school or a new job. Maybe you've just recently switched jobs or maybe, you've, you know, you're trying out a new church and you're feeling kind of like, well, was this the right decision? Did I do the right thing? Am I you know, you're feeling a little bit lonely, you know, you miss this comfort and the safety. I think it's important that we broaden the, the discussion to make sure that we include that. But for me, one of the things that I think is super important when you're entering a new, um, a new beginning, like we talked about last month, is to look for places to get involved, like clubs or, you know, teams or, or any kind of like, I know when I went to Concordia, they had um, a chapel every day. And so I would go to that. And you know what? I didn't make a ton of friends from that, but it was just a nice way for me to, you know, have that point in my day where I connected with some people, um, you know, and got to know them on a first name basis, just made some new friends through that avenue. And, you know, I think that there's also some awesome, awesome things that the Bible says about when we're going to new beginnings and sort of some ways that it, it gives us advice. Tad, maybe you can share some examples about what the Bible, you know, gives us advice when we're feeling alone. Yeah, well, one thing like the Bible says is that we are friends of God, and uh, that's one thing. We we are never ever alone. God God is real, and He's always there for you. So, one thing for sure, you're never alone. You always got someone in your side who's your friend, and that's a pretty good friend to have. He's he's got good friends. He can hook you up, you know. Yeah, and he's never gonna be like J E S U S God. No, you won't. <laughs> Home Depot stories. <laughs> what about you, Dell? What's your take about, you know, kind of being a friend of God? What's your take on that? Uh, I feel like it's something that, you know, all of us can use more often. And, and you know, when you're feeling alone or maybe you have downtime, you know, there might not be a person there with you, but God's always going to be there. 
you know, to comfort you. And, and it can be as simple as, you know, just taking some time to pray with him or just some time to talk with him about your day. And that kind of comfort he can provide can help us through our day, even when we're feeling kind of alone and maybe there's nobody around. I know that I have lots of breaks in between classes, and so I'm going to try my best to, you know, if I don't have homework to do, maybe just get my Bible out and just read a little bit and pray and, and just get in that presence of God for him to, you know, be there and comfort me. Oh, that's so good. I know when I was when I was going through this kind of a time in my life, um, I had a choice. I could either try to fill that void in with, you know, wrong kind of friendships, and we're going to talk about that in during the main bit portion, but um, I had a choice whether I wanted to fill that void with, you know, some unhealthy relationships, or if I wanted to just use that time and use that aloneness to really grow, grow closer to God and develop an even stronger relationship. And for me, um, my time, I used to dr- take the bus to and, and from school all the time because it was cheaper and uh, it just gave me a time to, you know, collect my thoughts and stuff. And so what I would do is every day on the bus, I would literally just read my Bible and pray and, and spend that time with, with God every day, you know, the hour that I had there because, you know, it was really not useful for much else. It couldn't really work on homework because you're not going to drag out all your books and, you know, you could have, I could have just sat there and listened to music or whatever, but I chose to really use that time to go closer to God. And so I, I encourage you guys, you know, if you're feeling the same way as, as our emailer, you know, look for those opportunities to get involved in your school, try to make yourself friendly and, and, uh, make new friends and try new things. And also from a spiritual level, really just look to grow closer to God, get in your Bible and spend a little bit more time praying each day and, and I know that God will comfort you and he'll be there with you throughout this whole thing. And if all else fails, just whip out your iPod and crank the connected podcast to full volume and people will flock <laughs> That's either right. towards you or away from you, but they will flock. <laughs> full volume through those iPod headphones. Yeah. We, yeah. You know what? If you're really committed to the connected podcast, you could buy yourself a pair of those portable iPod speakers and just rock that out on your shoulder and just bust out the connected podcast. And you'll build yourself a t-shirt or something. The connected thing of the month. Welcome to not just the thing of the month, things. but the things of the month. Plural. We give to you DDT, the trio. Now, so <laughs> I just got some funny looks. I made that up. DDT, the trio. Well, Anyways, obviously. DDT is real, but the trio, I don't know where it came from. DDT is the name of our rap DDT group, shout. Which maybe sometime we will perform for you guys, our rap original. What? You're tripping. But not now. <laughs> anyway, so here's what we are going to do. We figured last month was a lot of fun, us doing the challenge. But we wanted you guys to have a way that you guys could get involved doing a challenge of your own. And so we are adapting the thing of the month into hopefully something that you guys can write in each month and take guesses at what the heck we are doing here in front of the microphones. So... For this week's thing of the month, we each, all three of us, have an instrument, and you guys are not going to know who's playing what instrument. But, intrigue. 
your job is to write in to connected at cityviewchristian.com, the email. Email us with who you think or post on the... Don't post on the iTunes page, but post on the connected.blogspot. And don't write. We don't accept letters. (laughs) Please don't write. So email us. That's the best way. Email us at connected at cityviewchristian.com. Fourth time. And... That was nice. That was like and. Musical and. Some melodic and. and. So, here's what we're going to do. Each of us is going to play a solo, starting with... And... Wait. I am... Are they going to... We're going to let them know what instrument is being played? Wait, I said, you guys. Okay. (laughs) Enough, enough, enough. Now, we're each going to play a solo. We're each going to play a solo. You guys email in who you think, for starters, who you think was the best... And who you think was playing each instrument. Best spelled T-A-D. Alright. So here we have it. The violin solo. We have the mandolin solo. And certainly least, the ukulele. It's because it has the least amount of strings. to leave you off the end of the thing of the month the DDT trio word let's all smash our instruments on the ground tight That sound could only mean we've come to the main bit part of this month, which we are talking about who is in your bubble. Who's in your bubble? That is... Oh, fascinating. That is high, high 
special effects. You know what used to be fun? Did you ever get those balloons when you were a kid? That they were super long, and they would make like a rocket type sound or something. They'd make a screeching sound, and you'd blow it up, and it was super long. And then when you let go, you go, yeah, kind of like that. Nobody's gonna hear what I said. That's gonna overtake the volume. Anyways, yeah. So like that, it would make this like screeching noise as it would fly around the room. Did those, you ever have those balloons? Those ones always scared me. I ran and hid when that happened. You know what other balloons were fun? I was a sheltered child. Punching balloons. Those ones were sweet. I had a punching clown. No, a punching balloon. Like, oh. like on a... Like on an elastic band. Yeah, elastic and you like... <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't Rocky Balboa. Yeah, it was good. It was cool. Anyway, so who's in your bubble? What does that mean? Dels, can you fill us in as to what we're what we mean when we're talking about who's in your bubble? Well, what we really mean is the things we allow to influence our lives and the people we allow to influence our lives, whether it's you know shows we watch on TV, music we listen to, or the people we surround ourselves with. All of those people influence us personally and influence our personal bubble. And that's right. That's Who's our topic. in your bubble? Don't let anyone in your bubble. No, that's not... No. That's not the point. You need... Tad will benefit from this discussion, <laughs> my friends. And so will you. Anyways, when I think about who's in your bubble, one of the best examples that I can think of, and one of the stories from my life, at least, um, comes to mind is when I was first going to university, I got kind of caught up in this mindset and this culture that's created at a lot of universities that everybody just preaches it. You, you hear it all over campus. And the catchphrase of this culture was, C's get degrees. And basically what it was, was celebrating mediocrity. You know, I hung around people and I spent all my time with friends and sat people who all they said, they'd get a mark on a test and it was like, what was the class average? Well, I beat the class average and guess what? C's get degrees. And you know what? (laughs) To me, I fell into that and I ended up getting C's. And yeah, maybe you can get degrees with C's, but you're not impressing anybody. You're not doing yourself any justice. And you know what? You're not honoring God with those kind of marks. And so for me, when I made a switch schooling-wise, I also made a switch in my mindset that I was going to dump the C's get degrees mentality, and I was going to go after the A's and the A pluses. A's get yays. <laughs> or parfaits in my mind. <laughs> A's get parfaits. Yeah. Everybody loves a parfait. <laughs> Shrek! I'm a donkey, Shrek! <laughs> I just watched that Office episode from whatever it is, season three or something, season four. Anyways, so um, where were we? A's get parfaits. That's right. And so when I started this new school, I decided, you know what? I'm going to go after the very best in all of my classes. I'm going to push myself. I'm going to challenge myself to be you know, at the top of my class rather than at the middle of the pack or at the bottom. And so when... I made that decision, it took some steps. I couldn't just make that decision and hang around the same people, keep the same people in my you know bubble, so to speak, and expect different results. The definition of insanity, as my uh, older brother, Donovan, who unfortunately hasn't been on a podcast yet. It's on assignment. One of his favorite things that he says is that the definition of insanity is doing the same things, ex- but expecting different results. And that's kind of, you know very relevant. We can't just expect to have the same people in our bubble and allow the same things to influence us us and expect different results. So when I made a switch with the schools, 
I also made a switch to choose that I would hang around different people. And that was tough because I've never in my whole life been a front of the class kind of person. I was always in the back right corner or the back left corner and, you know, kind of too cool for school. But when I made this decision to be, you know, an achiever and, and really go after things in life, I made a decision to be a front of the class type person. And making that switch allowed me to meet new people, to hang around different people, and it changed my sphere of influence to the place where I went from getting, I was part of the C's get degrees crowd, and I became part of the scholarships crowd. And, you know, at a couple schools during my business schooling, I received their highest uh, business awards that you could receive at the school, which was a pretty cool accomplishment and absolutely the favor of God. But I know that without me doing that effort, without me taking that step, God could never have released his favor in my life. And that reminds me of a Bible verse, um, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. And it says, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. And, and it's, it's not just like the people you hang around and stuff. It's also, um, like we were saying earlier, like maybe the shows you watch, the, the music you listen to, the things, things that you, you're just around a lot, it, it influences you. You might not even realize it. An example of it is my dad. Some of you know my dad. He is this quaint, quiet South African man gentlemen but some people are called to the front yeah some people are called to the back i'm called to the very back that is my dad he's one of these called to the very back kind of guys who doesn't say much and everything but you put on a boxing match or a mixed martial arts fight and the man is a bloodthirsty <laughs> <laughs> crazy <laughs> come on tap him out tap him out knock him out yeah some blood good good and, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that. Tyson but. Channing type character. <laughs> but, uh... Is that his name? Channing Tatum. <laughs> Channing Tatum. <laughs> fighting. For all of you who have seen Fighting, good movie. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen that. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about, now. Prime example of this right now. just want to put you in a headlock right now. just want to put oh! you... <laughs> Damn, yeah, I actually just yeah, punched Tad right in the little. cheek. <laughs> he actually just punched him in the cheek. Oh. Tad, put him oh. in the cross-face chicken no, wing. Choke him out. I, I meant to make contact and then push you away. I heard the balloon. I should have run. I, <laughs> I meant just, to make contact and then push you away. But when I went to make contact, right when I thought I had contact, you moved your head away. And when I went to push you away... Your fist is like the size of half of his head. I was just yeah. comparing. I have a head the size of a pencil eraser. You have a fist the size <laughs> and the look of a yam. And you both have brains the size of peanuts. Continue. <sighs> There's a prime example. What you, what you hang around uh, influences you. But in, And also, yeah, what you're doing, what you're hanging around. It's kind of swollen up. <laughs> I know, it's going to my brain a little. I've got to go to the doctor after Mush. this emergency clinic. Rocky Balboa. <laughs> We did it. <laughs> but I can change. All right, but we could quote Rocky all day and night, and we'd love it. I must break you. But like as we're saying, these like what you're putting yourself around, what you allow in your bubble, it can influence you and, and in a bad, negative way. But also, whatever you allow in your bubble, bubble can also influence you in a positive way. If you put positive things in you and you roll down with the positive things. Yeah. Speaking of roll down. Dallas, you were telling us about this example that you had thought of when we were talking about going into your personal, like allowing things into your personal bubble, whether it be good or whether it be bad. And when we related it to that verse, you had kind of a funny, a humorous um, analogy that you wanted to share with us. 
Well, the analogy I thought of was if you've ever seen those big rubber bubbles globes that you can that you can like crawl in and then you can like push people down a hill <laughs> and they're like a little hamster floating around inside this <laughs> bubble. And uh I was thinking like if That'd be a you, good connect event. That that would be I'm gonna look into that. We might as well as an anti gravity machine. <laughs> They do have that, sort of. Take off your shoes, Kevin. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so you have this bubble. And for an example of bad influences, what happens if you put some kind of dung in there? Maybe <laughs> some, like, cow pie mm. or, you know, or those, like, little irrigation turd things that when they irrigate a field, they look like poo, so you just put them in there. And then you roll down the hill. Well, the more you roll, the more covered in dirt and just nastiness you're going to get. But that's because what's in your bubble is not uplifting, it's negative things, and it's just going to get you more and more dirty and more covered in dung. But if, say, you put some soap and some water in there and roll down... This this actually is a good idea for Tad to try sometimes. <laughs> Don't think Showering's I not it. really a, a big thing in Because he is... <laughs> stinks <laughs> i don't deny it i'm comfortable with who i am <laughs> okay so on the other hand you put some soap maybe some water in there maybe some bubbles of your own and, <laughs> bubble inside and, a bubble yeah and, and you roll down the hill again you're gonna get all clean and get all of that dung off but that's like having a positive influence in your life and as we i guess roll through life we need to make sure that the things inside of our bubble aren't going to make us more dirty and, and um, what am I trying to say here, contaminate us more. We want things that are going to you know, build us up and make us more pure, like just getting in the Word or listening to some uplifting Bible things or even listening to this podcast can give you maybe some encouragement for the week instead of you know going and listening to maybe that rap song that's not the best or, or watching a TV show that might not be the best for you at that moment. Or just hanging around with someone. Stuff that's going to dirty us up is the stuff we yeah. need to avoid and surround ourselves with stuff that will clean us. Yeah, that's so good. And you know what? Like Dallas was mentioning, like there are a ton of awesome podcasts out there that you can download. Like If you're listening to this one, then there's no way that you shouldn't be like downloading stuff like the Joel Osteen podcast or the Joyce Myers podcast. Those, those are two awesome, awesome resources that you can use to build yourself up in life and to you know, keep some positive influences. But also hanging around a, a different crowd, choosing to hang around people that are going to build you up and to encourage you and help you grow in your faith rather than discourage you from your faith. That's going to be so important. But the number one thing, regardless of you know what you listen to or what you watch on TV, the absolutely first and foremost thing that's going to help you to build up your life and to encourage, uh, help you build up your life and to help you you know, really grow as in your walk with God is to actually spend time with him. And the only way we can do that is by reading in his word and by spending time praying. And I think that's so important. And you know what, just as we're on this topic of positive influences, I think for Dale and I in Dallas, we just want to say a thank you to uh, our youth pastors from back in the day, Mario and Hilda Cupetta, the Italian stallion Mario and the Panamanian... Panamanian Hilda. <laughs> they're, they're, and Carlos. And Carlos, yes. And Isabella. And yeah, yeah well, her, they're all pretty much Carlos. And, yeah. Right. Carlos 1, 2, and 3. They're, they're <laughs> just such tremendous positive influences on our lives. They just always loved on us and, and built us up. And, and just they're, when you're around them, you, you felt good about yourself. And 
that's just a thank you to them. Yeah, and so you know what? If you guys don't have, if you live in the Edmonton area and you don't have positive influences like that in your life, I encourage you to get hooked up with a good church. We're not the only good church. We're not the only good youth group. Get hooked up someplace. But if you are in our area, we'd love it if you'd visit us. And uh, you can check out some more stuff about our church and our youth group at www.cityviewchristian.com. And again, we just want to stress that if there's anything in your life that you are dealing dealing with and you need just need some advice, you need somebody to pray with you, send us an email at connected at cityviewchristian.com. Hope to hear from you soon. <laughs> okay, well, that was the main bit portion of our program. Hopefully you enjoyed it. We just have a few announcements for you um, about some of the upcoming things this month. So the main thing that we have to announce is we're going to be starting our discussion groups this month. Something a little bit different, something new for you. Um, discussion groups are going to be, um, not discussion groups, but discussion night. We That's not the official name for it yet. We're going to change the name. But discussion night is going to be where we get together, a group of us on like a Monday night. This week it's on Tuesday, but mainly it's going to be on Monday nights at like 7.30 to 9. And we're just going to talk about uh, life, talk about some little topics and things like that. And we're going to, you know, look at everyday life and look at some of the things that are happening in culture, like look at music videos or look at uh, movies and just kind of talk about them and discuss how they apply to us and how they're relevant and how we can uh, apply them to Christian living. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. Maybe a real hoot. So that leads us into our challenge of the month. The Connected Showdown. So we're going to throw it over to Dallas to introduce this month's challenge. Showboat. Okay, fine. This month's challenge is the Connected Podcast Spelling Bee. Which I'm going to dominate at. I'll have you know I was the champion speller grade 2. I was the champion speller in grade 4. So, grade 6, first day of grade 6, we had a 100-word spelling test. uh, I participated in that. Great. You know what? When I was in grade 5, we had a spelling test at the end of the year that was 200 words and bonus words. And I got 100 and whatever percent, 105 percent or Big something. Whoop, grade correct. five. I had grade six words. The point is, this is going to be an epic battle. Yes. And unless they're over grade six words, the rules are as are as follows. I was invited. I will to say the word national spelling view when I was yeah, hello? in your dream. Hello? Yeah. Okay, I will Hi. say the word. <clears throat> if you really want the definition, I'll look for <laughs> it. There's I no will. origins in here. What? All right. Shh. Okay. Well, that throws my game right off. I can tell you whether it is... It actually helps. A suffix or a noun or whatever. Hominin. Okay? All right? But when you you want to spell the word, you have to repeat the word, spell it the way you think, then repeat it again. So if the word was book, you would say book. B-O-O-K, book. And if it's right, you won't hear anything. However... If you are wrong, you will hear Dallas on the mandolin. And then I will give you the proper spelling. M A N D O L I N mandolin. Not the first word. Could be. Okay. You don't know. I don't know. We don't know. 
I know. I already picked them. Well, Aha! You got it wrong because you didn't say mandolin. M-A-A-N-D-O-L-I-N. Mandolin. Well, okay, whatever. That's not as... Point to deal. Anyway, adjudicator gets one very nothing. upset with us. Quiet. <laughs> Do you want it? Okay. All right. All right. We are ready. Okay. Here's what's going to happen. For a sec, I thought you we were recording. We'll do an inaugural <laughs> rock, paper, scissors. I inaugural. A. I N. I don't know. No. No. Okay. A U G U R A L. The game hasn't even inaugural. started yet. The game okay. is afoot. I need you guys to rock, paper, scissors to see who will get asked a word first. Okay, but instead the of winner, just showing it, we're going to show it and yell out what you The winner okay. of this rock, paper, scissors decides if they want to go first or if they want to go second. I'm going to use Simple. paper strategy. Are you ready? Yep. <laughs> Rock paper paper. Rock paper paper. Rock paper scissors. Yes. Woo! Okay. So do you want to go first or do you want to go second? I would like to respond. I would like Alec. to say okay. that the rules so, of rock paper scissors you know are best of three. Quiet. No. Whatever. Not right no, now. No. No. Okay. None. So Tad, you will be going first. Dale, you will be following up. I'm getting my credit because this could be wrong. First word. And they're tough. I didn't pick easy ones. Impermeable. It's Challenge. So easy. It's not a word. It's, it's a, a word. <laughs> right, definition. Okay. Definition. Challenge. The definition of something that's not permeable. Permeable. You is. shouldn't be allowed to talk while I focus here. Impermeable, your brain. Permeable. Yeah, I think my brain is impermeable. Permeable. All right, let's hear the definition. You don't even know what the heck you're saying. No one does. That would explain a lot. This delay is because the word doesn't exist that you're trying to find. Can I just spell impossible? Impermeable. Not permeable. Not permitting passage of a fluid through it. Impenetrable. Yeah, my brain is an impenetrable fortress of knowledge and greatness. Spell it. And there's no origin. Five, four, three, two. Okay, imperiable. Impermeable. Oh, what? Impermeable. Impermeable. I M P E R M I A B L E. Play that mandolin! Yes! What? Woo! The this correct is spelling be a is I M P E R M E A B L E. Yeah, in what language? Uh, English. English. Wow. You're in Canada, genius. <laughs> the problem is his brain is so impermeable, he can't learn words. Exactly. Okay, well, you just be quiet before you throw out your cockiness. Yeah. Dale, your first word is negligee. Oh, pfft. Oh, so easy, I think. Do I have to put the exante goo in it? I think it... I don't know. That's... I believe All right. showboat... Negligee. <laughs> Am I pronouncing that correctly? Negligee. May I have a definition? No, if you have to look for it, then don't. I have to find them all, because I <laughs> okay. didn't want to... Negligee. N-E-G-L-I-G-E. Negligee. Oh, no, what? N-E-G-L-I-G-E-E. Negligee. Oh. Another made-up word. It's tricky. But the French, there's no E-E. We're in Canada. Okay, yeah, second word for Tad Martindale. Epinephrine. Epinephrine. That's epinephrine. a drug. Yeah, yes. They used it in 24 once to bring it's... Jack Bauer back to life. Mm-hmm. Um, it, is it a... Oh, it's a noun. You right? should be whispering this answer. It's a good show. I... It's a noun, right? Where are all the files? Okay. Epinephrine. Am I pronouncing that correctly? <laughs> no. 
Epinephrine. 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 You're giving him the answers by pronouncing it. Can you phonetically spell that? Just say like you would say it. Don't. Right, here it is. Epinephrine. Epinephrine. There. E. P. Oh. No, not O. I was <laughs> like... Okay, so epinephrine. E. P. E. N. E. F-R-E-M. Oh, that's so bad. I know all of these. Why do you give him the easy ones? Epinephrine. E-P-I-N-E-P-H-R-I-N-E. Stop me before I spend the rest of my life. No, I can't. You have to wait till the end. I have to wait till the end. That's too... Okay. Next word. I can win it here, can't I? No, no, no. Next word. Dale Wright. Deciduous. What is these one? What? should switch them up. It's a tree state. No, it's not. Definition, please. Yep. Am I looking for a tree or for like decision? Is it from the root deciduous? <laughs> what the heck? Does My that mom's mean? gonna be. Is so it from the root decide? It what is, is the word again? Read it to me again. Deciduous. Deciduous. Am I pronouncing that correctly? I believe you are. Deciduous. 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 Falling off at maturity or in season, dropping leaves each year. It's an adjective. That changes what, the way that it's an adjective. Works. Foliage deciduous. Type okay, I am going to start. Deciduous. D I C I D U O U S. Oh, was it an E? Yes. D E C I D U O U S. Take a seat. But right. the, the tree thing, I thought. Last we, uh, word. Time is, your time you is know, up. You know, these are getting back harder as, as we silence. go. Okay, here we okay. go. <clears throat> well, what? then give me some of his. Let's, okay, can this I... next word for Tad is multitudinous. Another made up word. Multitudinous. <laughs> okay. Don't pronounce it like so multitudinous. No. Huh. Multitudinous. <laughs> multitudinous. Oh, multitudinous. Like omnisness um, of multitude. All right, multitudinous. Is that correct? Multitudinous. 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 M U L T I T U D E N E S S. Multitudinous. Dang it! Oh, what does that sound? Does that mean I got it right? No. That means you got it wrong. Multitudinous. M U L T I T U D I N O U S. Sorry, mother. All right. I could have won this whole thing. Last if word we, for Dale. If I had so picked could I. The other... Last word for Dale. I even won the toss. We're awful. This is for the victory. Pneumoconiasis. What? Get out of here! <laughs> don't don't be serious. <laughs> what are his words? And okay, I give told, me a definition. You've already heard. Okay. Pneumoconiasis. How, yeah. How do Say it it's again. Like bad Let me read Pneumoconiosis. <laughs> Let me read it. Pneumoconiosis. Whoa, a disease whoa, whoa, of the wait. lungs due to the inhaling of dust or minute metallic, minute metallic <laughs> particles. Okay, read the definition without stuttering. <laughs> a disease of the lungs due to the inhaling of dust or minute metallic particles. Okay, re- what is the word, please again? Pneumoconiosis. Oh, thank you for pronouncing it. Pneumoconiosis. This is for the win. Pneumoconiosis. You guys spell it, not say it. Pneumoconiosis. Oh, this is tricky. 
Can I ask, is it from the root pneumatic? Hey, you can't give origins. Origins. Yeah, you can ask for root. Phone a friend. It's from the root pneumo. Pneumo, pneumo. What is pneumo? That's that movie, no, Finding it's, Pneumo. It's like a delicious treat. In the Pneum- okay, can you say it again? Am I saying it right? Pneumocomiosis? What is it? Pneumoconiosis. 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 From the root pneumo, combining form meaning lung. Pneumocomiosis. Comiosis? Coniosis. Coniosis. time here. Pneumoconiosis. All right, I need an, I need an answer. Okay. I'm going to go with, ah, this is frustrating because I have two ways that I think I could spell it. and I'm just going to, time wrong, is running out, so. five, four, P, N, U, oh, pneumoconiosis, ah. P, N, U, M, O, C H O N I O S I S. Pneumoconiosis. P N E U M O C O N I O S I S. All right, the tiebreaker word. That's what I was gonna. That's how I was gonna spell it. The tiebreaker word comes back to rock paper scissors. What? It's rock. R O C K. You need to wow, rock paper scissors. I won. I should have. No, it's tie zero zero. Right. Rock paper scissors. The winner gets to decide if they want to try this word first or if they want to let their partner try it first. It's the first person to get it right. Not so on it's the, the same first. Team. Per- Here what? You go. No, right. but it's the same word. All right, I'm using fake You're scissors. The same word. I'm using fake scissors strategy. Here we go. Rock, rock paper scissors. Rock. Woo! Oh, fake scissors. It's okay, a rock. Now, do you want to try the word first or let him try first? Don't uh, tell him the word. No, don't tell him the word. All right, Dale can try it first. Okay. The word is tracheotomy. Oh, easy. I think. Spell it. Time is of the essence. Tracheotomy. T-R-A-I-C-H-E-O-T-O-M-Y. Tracheotomy. Ted. Tracheotomy. T R A C H I O T E M Y. Alright, looks like it's a rock, paper, scissors no, no, duel no. for the Tracheotomy. Tracheotomy. Oh, you can't just keep going. Nope. Oh what? You have a new word? Yeah, if you guys both get it wrong. Well how was it correctly word. spelled? T R It was Correctly spelled T R A C H E O T O M Y. This challenge is not like I. Seven, ten minutes long already. Oh, I found the word here and then you made me lose it. Oh, come on! All three of those other ones I knew. And pneumatic or whatever the heck it was, I knew it, but I changed my mind because I. Pneumonosis. I thought maybe with the All medical right. business there would be a silent P. Same order. You just keep going. Okay? So T- Dale gets to try this word first. This will never end. It's it will the, end. You should go to the grade six words. It will end. I'm, I'm going to win it kay. right here. The word is... Omni-um-gatherum. 
Can you read it without like breaking it all up? Omnium Gatherum. That's a card game. A miscellaneous collection of persons or things. It's a noun. Okay. Omnium Gatherum. O M N I. U M G A T E T. Okay, hang on. No, I can't. Reset. Omnium Gatherum. O M N I. U M G A T H E R U M. Omnium Gatherum. Yeah, well, that's what I would have said, too. Woo! The official Connected Podcast <laughs> Spelling Bee Champion, Dale Wright. Suck on that, Ted! <laughs> well, that's awesome. Thank you so much it's for a awesome. great episode. It's Thank wonderful. you for listening, and tune in next month. Yeah, <laughs> done. This is a ridiculous challenge. Omnium Gatherum. <laughs> Grow in faith, live with purpose, and discover God's very best for your life.